Jay. Jay. Hey. <laughs> How you doing? Okay. Jay. Is it working? Good morning. Yes, I can hear you. How are you? I'm doing good. <laughs> this is great, man. We're having coffee and you're driving. <laughs> and I wish I had a coffee. Okay. I had to give up coffee. I gave up coffee. <laughs> I Jay, drink, I drink listen, decaf. I, I, don't under, I don't understand the purpose of decaf, but I love it because it's the only way I can why, get coffee. Why are, you dry, why are you drinking decaf? Because I love coffee, but I can't have caffeine anymore, and I can't have alcohol anymore. So I'm, uh, uh, I'm going dry and dry. <laughs> All right. Listen, Jay, I want to set this up. You know, you and I started talking this morning because it was your birthday a week ago. It's going to be my birthday on Saturday. And mm -hmm. um, I thought, you know, why not? Let's do a um, let's record this thing. Um, OK, so let me give a quick background to you. Good morning, everybody. This is James, obviously. Dee is not with us today. She's uh, she has the flu. And this is an impromptu podcast. <laughs> session uh, with uh, one of my very, very good friends, Jay Wallenhop. Jay and I go way back. He was my college roommate. And we were just thinking back next to my best buddies, this guy, I've known this guy just as long. I met him when I was 17, um, you know, as a freshman in the dorms. And Jay is from Rochester, New York. And he moved here and never went back. Uh, and then, Jay, so listen, just talk like the way you and I were talking before I said, let's record this thing, okay? Right. Uh, do you realize that you and I have known each other for like 36, 37 years? Yeah, I was just, uh, you know, as we were talking, I was thinking, I was calculating in my head it's been a long time. And I think you were mentioning how, you know, when you don't talk for periods of time, as soon as you start talking again, it's just your back, you know, you, you have that connection and it's. It, yeah. You know. you know, what I was saying is it's kind of messed up in that, you know, friends, something happens along the way that we connect, that you connect with certain people. It's rare, but you do especially back in the day in high school or whatever, elementary school, sometimes we connect with people and then um, they become friends for life. And Jay, I was telling you that the messed up part is that, you know, at times we'll have parallel lives, you know, we'll, we'll be watching or uh, seeing each other's through a certain lens. We're not in each other's everyday lives, but we're watching each other. And before you know it, time flies. You know, it could be three, four months we don't talk. And when we talk, it's as if those three, four months didn't happen, which is kind of messed up because it shouldn't be like that. We should spend more time together. But I was just saying good friendships are like that. It's just like you pick up where you left off or you could go zero to 60 pretty quick. There is no um, beating around the bush. I don't know. So I was saying that's kind of messed up. Yeah. And, and, I, and, I was sort of, and I was sort of saying that, you know, 
for me, the part that's kind of messed up is, is when I have these like conversations with you or, you know, friends that I have that same kind of history with, it's just like, it's, it's, why don't I have more of that feeling? You know, it's sort of like the rest of my life is just, you know, kind of like acquaintances and, and people that I work with and, you know, family and family is, is its own thing, but it's, it's different than connecting with a friend you've known for so long. And, um, and I think that, that having that history together just creates this connection where, yeah, you, you kind of know each other and you don't really have to, I mean, it's always good to catch up, but there's an emotional undercurrent to it that there's this connection where you kind of know each other. So you almost know the story before it even comes out. <laughs> I know. And, you know, it's um, what I love is when you and I talk, we usually have a part in our conversation, which is like a quid pro quo. It's like rapid fire questions or um, updates. You know, because right, right. we know the scenario. It's like we just have to say names of certain individuals in our lives. And then, you know, the story plays out. Like, you'll give me the update right. um, on that. Jay, what, you know, so then <laughs> where we were, and I said, let's record this is. I said, shit, man, 36, 37 years. And we keep... <laughs> Yeah, this is like crazy. How did it happen? How did I mean when you and I met, we were so young. We didn't know. Well, think about else. think about this. When you and I met, people that were our age were so old. <laughs> I know it's true. They we were so think. old. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I just started thinking about? Do you remember Gold's gym? We I do. <laughs> Oh my gosh, oh, we were we were working out next to Chuck Norris and Hulk Hogan, and then I remember that what we worked out with the, this woman that was like um, she was like the world's heavy world's like bodybuilding champion. <laughs> Do you remember her? I know, it was it was ridiculous, and you and I had no business being there because <laughs> we had no business being there. We were like 18 years old and bones. Like we had nothing. Yeah, oh, I know. Nothing. I, I remember. I, yeah, I had no reason to be there. I remember most of the dumbbells were like so heavy because they started from like 60, 70 pounds. Right. And I was like, what? Let me do push ups in the corner here. <laughs> Anyways, oh, yeah. that, was, that was great. What other memories do you have? Um, that like pops up. What else? Well, I always think about shopping. Yeah. I don't know for some, and I still like to go shopping to this day. Um, but you and I, you know, I moved out to California and had all these dreams of, you know, fame and stardom and all that stuff. And you and I would just have fun going shopping, doing everyday stuff. And we, we try and get as much as we could and carry, we would try and do in one trip from the car to the, to the apartment, as many bags as we could. I think that was a heavier workout than Gold's Gym. <laughs> yeah, no, but I remember we used to go on stupid ass errands because we were bored. Like we didn't know yeah. what we were gonna do. Um, anyway, so that was the past, but um, look, right now I know that, um, Tell me, how are you right now? You just had your birthday. You just turned 50. Mm -hmm. 
Do you want to talk about your age or no? <laughs> sure. Okay, you just turned fifty-four. I just turned fifty-four, and um, I'm I'm doing really good. I'm I'm uh, uh, you know my, my daughter's six, and uh, and I have a lot of energy to watch over her and, and you know play with her, and uh, you know I'm grateful for that. I'm injury free right now, which is always exciting. <laughs> um, oh, look, yeah, at 54, you know, it's interesting you said that. So you have a daughter that's six and she's super cute, but you also have two yeah. uh, boys from a previous marriage and they're, you know, older than my kids, uh, pretty right. much. How old are they? 23, 24? 23 and uh, 19. Okay, 23 and 19. And your oldest uh, graduated Harvard or what? Yeah. Yeah, so and, and yeah, and Ian is going where? Uh, Finley. Uh, Finley is he's going to he just started at Berkeley. Okay, there you go, man. So and I know that that you know there are certain things there and all that. But um right. tell me this, at at age 54, we had a session last week that we said what would you tell your you know, 20 year old self, or what would you tell yourself of 20 years ago? You know, like, what would you say if so, let's say you're in your 30s, let's say you're 34. You know, what would you tell yourself uh, at 34, knowing what you know now? So I want to ask. Wow. Well, for me, it's pretty focused. And you know, you probably already guess, like we were just talking about, you already know what I'm gonna say. But stay it, man, and because our audience doesn't. I would, know I would tell my thirty, thirty-year-old. I would tell my twenty-year-old self and my thirty-year-old self the same thing: run, <laughs> <laughs> run. Um, I know. And uh, yeah, I would do some. Uh, you know, it, it's led me to where I am today. So on the same level, I sort of joke about that um, because yeah. who I am today, I think, is, you know. Uh, because I had the strength to go through what I went through, who I am today, I think is uh, somebody that I'm happy with. And, and I like being around to talk myself in the third person. Um, yeah. But, you know, so I'm grateful for all the experiences that led me where I am, but it was incredibly painful to go through. Um, and I wouldn't wish that pain on anybody, but on one level, I'm grateful to have gone through it, but, on another level, I'm like, did I have to? <laughs> could I have learned this another way? <laughs> I think definitely you could have learned it another way, but you oh, wanted yeah. to go through the, the most difficult way. Um, yeah. But look, I mean. What you would know, you I say? Th- what would I tell myself? Yeah. 20-year-old. Um, I don't know what I said in the, on this session, but I would tell myself to trust in myself more and in my instincts more. Right. Believe in myself more, and um, um, just just believe in myself more and do my own thing. You know, um, you know my story. Right. So um, my my path was kind of painful too, uh, right. in different ways, and I just wish I had listened to my inner instincts more. Um, right. You know, and I always tell people you should you should really listen to your gut because your gut is right. Uh, the problem is we don't want to listen to our gut. 
you know, we want to convince ourselves that, no, maybe, you know, I'm not thinking it through. Whereas your gut is telling you, this is just something's off, right? Yeah, but, well, for um, me, I didn't even know what my gut was for a long time because my head was in such a place that I questioned everything so much that I didn't even know what was my voice and what was other people's voices. And, you know, for me, I guess if I could go back and say something, it would be, you know, hey, get to really know yourself. You know, don't worry so much about what everybody else is thinking or doing. Get to know yourself, what your likes and what your dislikes are separate from any conversation. And, you know, I went yeah. through a three year, I went through a three year period where I didn't, you know, date or do anything. Um, and trying to sort of get to know myself and what I liked and what I didn't like. And, you know, that I think sort of led me down the path to where I am. But um, I think, well, the thing is that you also got married young, your first marriage. So you yeah. didn't know what you don't know. And then you, you get into this uh, relationship that wasn't necessarily super, uh, right. you know, supportive and all that. And yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, maybe that's the best advice out of this. Get to know yourself really well, yeah. right? That's what we would tell our 20-year-old self or 20 years ago. Get to know yourself more. Listen to your gut more. Um, yeah, and, and for me, it's always, I, I sort of reduce it to become your own best friend because, you know, if you, if you, if you are not your own best friend, then who is, you know? You know, you're not, you know, I, I try and tell myself the things I would tell to somebody that I really, really cared, cared about, you know, um, and I had to learn that by learning who I am. And then, you know, so today, regardless of what's going on in my life, I pretty much feel comfortable that I am my own best friend and I like who I am. Um, and, you know, so it's a good place to be in. It's, you know, it's just like I said, it was painful to get there. <laughs> I know shit. You know, that's a, you know, when I've done all these podcasts, D usually has these one-liners, you know, that is just like a game changer for me. I think you just said one. You just said it. Be your own best friend. I think that's, <laughs> I a lyric. That. I think that's from a, a lyric from a song, so I can't, I don't know what song it is. <laughs> Listen. Um, oh, no, I know knowledge. what it is. Actually, it's a Van Halen song, believe it or not. Now that it just, mm. the tune just popped into my head. But yeah, I think it's uh, it's an important yeah. It's it's made a huge difference in my life. Yeah, and you know this guy Jay. Uh, for everybody who's listening, this guy is amazing. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, talk about you a little bit, Jay. So so I meet this guy when I'm 17. I walk into the dorm room. He's self-taught himself how to play the drums. He's self-taught himself how to play the guitar. Um, and the way he would study is he would tap on his books or the table like a drum thing as he was reading the book, the textbook, and he would kill these exams. So you were by far smarter than me. My question was, how the hell did you end up at the university that we went to? I don't understand why you didn't go to like a super uber yeah. Well, I, I didn't understand it at the time. Um, I, I'd applied to some schools out here in California. And if my memory is correct, a couple years after I was 
uh, going to the school we went to, there was a scandal <laughs> at the schools that I had applied to that they were denying out of state um, or they were denying out of state or something like that because they were needing to have a quota for people in state for funding or something like that. So like nobody got in that was in the, the circumstance I was in the years that I applied, the year I applied. So um, in North, in the school we went to it was sort of like a commuter school. So they would just, you know, it wasn't as hard to get into. So I got into that one, but. Um, uh, and you have yeah, like so 400 masters and PH. What do you have? What are, how many masters do you have? I only have one master's. <laughs> oh, okay. How many majors did you do? I remember you. Oh, gosh. In... Oh, my gosh. I went through so many. I was a, I started off as a, what was I, a business major, and then I switched to leisure and recreation. <laughs> leisure and, and recreation. To, and then I switched to, uh, what else did I go to? Death I did studies. one other thing, and then I ended up with deaf studies. Yeah. So do you, and, and your, your background is interesting, too. Do you want to even you know, go there in terms sure. of the background. Okay, so you're both your mom and dad. Tell us a little bit about that because that's so interesting. It was always interesting for me how you grew up in a family like that. Right, so I grew up, My both of my parents were deaf and I grew up in Rochester, New York, which is um, a huge population of deaf um, people. There's uh, Rochester School for the Deaf, which is, uh, um, you know, a, a, a school for like you know k through 12 and then um uh then there's uh ntid which is the national technical institute for the deaf which is a huge college for deaf people probably the biggest one outside of gallaudet in, in in washington and there's a huge deaf community there and um so i grew up um signing was my first language and, and i grew up signing but i was not proficient as a signer um because at that point in the deaf community, they were saying that if you know you teach your kids to sign, they won't be as good at English. And so my parents didn't push it on me. But I grew up, you know, with deaf parents, and that was, you know, people would ask. We were part of a, a research study at the University of Rochester for kids that were CODAs, which is a child of a deaf adult. And uh, but you know, other than that, there was nothing I felt different about my childhood. Other than, you know, my parents had were fine with me banging on the drums and never mentioned a word until the chandelier came crashing down. From the <laughs> no, but my, you know, what always puzzled me, like what it was always interesting for me is how did you become so educationally growing up with deaf parents in the sense that you guys weren't speaking, uh, you know, right. at home, well, right? So, what so happened, how did you... So I had, I had an older brother, um, but he had to get a speech language, uh, you know, uh, he sort of learned um, to speak. So what would happen is my parents would have my grandmother come over and just sit in front of my brother, Mark, and talk to him for a couple hours a day. And then, you know, then she'd go home and he still had to have a speech, you know, um, some, some speech uh, help when he was in grade school. But because I had him, I never had to have that. So, you know, that's sort of how I learned English and all of that. And um, and then even to this day, it, it kind of helps because I have an easy time learning other languages. Um, and I think that's because I basically grew up bilingual. 
Um, but like I said, I wasn't proficient at signing until I was in college and became a deaf studies major. Um, and uh, then I became an interpreter and I became fluent in sign. And then, um, then I got to be even more uh, familiar with my parents and who they really were because I could speak their language. And, um, this and, is, uh, this yeah. is amazing. This is amazing to me because most, you know, obviously we now have children and we remember how we raised them, right? We talk to them, oh, cutie pie, you know, this. so we taught them all the words and they're walking around listening to us every day and they're right. picking up the language or going to school and picking it up. And I'm just trying to imagine you and Mark growing up in a house where, you know, that's not happening. Like there's no language like that. And yet you come and I meet you uh, my first year and you're just off the charts, like in terms of your proficiency in everything, in reading and writing, in music playing. I mean, it was like crazy. I don't know. I mean, is it because of the extra schooling or what was it? Because you were by far more advanced than myself and the other kids and we grew up supposedly semi-normal. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I didn't have um, additional, you know, I didn't have to take like additional courses or anything like that. Um, you know, when I was in um, high school, and I was telling my guidance counselor that I was coming out to California, they were saying, well, you know, New York high schools are a lot better at than the than the high schools in California. So you'll probably, you know, do well out there but i i don't what did i know i mean i was just going by what they told me i don't know if that's necessarily true but um yeah i don't know i mean i i i, I can't really compare jay, it only because jay you yeah. should really have you ever thought about writing down your memoirs because <laughs> <you're>, <laughs> you know we talk about adversity all the time you know i talk to my kids about adversity you know, it builds character, blah, blah, blah. And I think back with everything that you've gone through, it's like, I just, and, and yet you have such a positive outlook, you know, on life and you're always laughing and you're mm -hmm. funny. You have a great sense of humor. I mean, do you fake that or no? Are you just, you're just no, happy I, I, with... I, I, I don't know why I am the way that I am. I just, you know, I'm, I'm grateful that it, for the most part, I just sort of take things in stride and um, I'm, I'm happy. You know, for me, I, I think it's a lot of, you know, I did a lot of work, you know, in, 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 in therapy and in, on spirituality and stuff like that. So I just got to a point where I, I feel comfortable in my own skin and in the world I live in. And, um, and uh, on a basic level, I wake up every day and I'm grateful I'm still breathing. And that's a gift. <laughs> that is a you gift. Know, that's, about man, the, that's, because... the extent, that's about the extent of my spirituality is that I look at every day as a gift. And uh, I, I there's no tell reason you, for it, me being here, but I'm it, glad I swear to God, I'm glad it, it, it is a gift. It is a gift because a lot of people, including myself, you know, I have to remind myself all the time that I'm good. Like you're good. James, don't don't worry about it. Don't overstress. You're good. You should be happy. You should. And I think for you, I don't know what it is. Maybe because, like I said, you've gone through so much adversity from a young age that it's all good. 
Um, even though you and I know some of it has been really shitty. Yeah. Well, I Jay, mean, I now was, let's switch you know, the. Okay, go. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Andrew. You go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Tell me. I was going to say I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> I guess it wasn't that important. <laughs> This is it. It's coffee with James. We jump around. Who cares? Yeah, Jay, yeah. tell me what what cracked you up about me the most. You know what was it about me? Because I remember when you and I met, and then the first two, three, four years, I think you thought I was crazy in another way. What was it about me? You you are one of the funniest you put people it I've into ever met. It. I don't know. You are one of the funniest people I've ever met. I've been you know. If not, you're, you're hysterical. And I don't know how to, I cannot for the life of me describe why you are. It's, it's just, it's who you are. It's the way you think. Um, you have, a, I think there's a, a braveness or a courage to the way you communicate that, that you see things in ways that I sort of wished I would more, you know, you, you sort of find and you look for things that are funny in a, in a way that I wish I could and would. Um, and I've always just been, loved spending time with you because it's sort of like, you always find humor in things, even hard things. And it's, uh, I just love being around that, that sort of energy. Um, and yeah, it's hard to describe, but I just think you're so funny. And that's, um, that always sort of comes through and that's why I enjoy spending time with you when I do. No, thank you very much. You know, do you have any other good things to say about me? <laughs> well, you're, you're, I mean, I've known you so long I know. and I'm always impressed by you, how you come through everything. You've had such adversity and i've seen you go through it and you are true to yourself you know I, I know you were saying you wished you were more true to yourself but you know i think you are true to yourself but you're probably just maybe comparing it to an ideal that you know maybe not even exists but you know it's it's you are very true to yourself you are an amazing person and maybe one of the reasons you're so amazing is that you don't realize it. <laughs> so that makes you kind of humble, um, which is great. Yeah, you know, I, I, I always say this. Um, I'm blessed because I think somebody asked me um, a while ago, what do you think is your biggest talent or what do you think is your biggest strength? And um, I said, you know, I think somehow God blessed me with, or, you know, if it's luck or whatever it is that I, I am, I've been able to surround myself with good friends, good people. Mm -hmm. And I said, somehow it's, that's worked out for me. And I said, I don't know if you call that being my biggest strength, but somehow um, that's fallen right for me. Um, right. my friends have been in my life for years, you, um, Katrine. And I said, look, I think that's, that's the biggest strength for me because it allows me to be myself. Um, 
and to be comfortable in my own skin. Um, and they are my really support system. Right. Um, I don't, I don't hang around with a ton of people. And in fact, right. all my friends know a lot more people, you know, they're always telling me places they go and they say, Oh, you know, so-and-so and they drop a name, but I don't know. I don't, I don't recall the person, you know, because right. I stay in my cocoon really. Um, but I would say that's probably uh, been the biggest blessing for me that somehow um, I've been given this thing that, you know, I latch on to people that I love and they become my people and that's it. And then I just have to continue to be myself and they love me for who I am. And that gives me a lot of um, energy and courage. It's, it's really, it's, it's really helpful for me to hear you say that because, you know, and, and now that you've mentioned that, I kind of w would like to go back to my 30 year old and, and try and explain that to him. Like you've got to surround yourself with people that make you feel better all the time. Cause that was the one thing that, you know, like I got blessed that for me, you know, um, and, you know, I have, I'm surrounded now by people that add to my life. And that's kind of one thing I wished I had learned for, you know, those years, those years that were really hard is, you know, you've got to surround yourself with people that add value to your life and that um, make you feel good because, you know, and when you don't have that, it can be pretty painful. Yeah. Um, and so that's, you know, that is a really important um uh, thing for me to, you know, remember is that, and I, and I remember when I was going through that, that three-year period, I sort of just kept saying to myself, I only draw people in that are, that are good quality people that, that um, I, I was doing that whole law of attraction thing. So I was trying to just attract people that were um, good and old friends that I'd lost contact with came back into my life like you and, and, and some others. And, and then I just started, you know, I, I met Michelle after that and, and um, we've had a fantastic 10 years. And um, so I'm just grateful. I just wish I'd learned that lesson that you seem to have had uh, much earlier. Listen, um, but this is it, right? Um, everybody tells me, and you're right. Like, I remember that I would have mentors that were much older than me. And I would say, God, this person is so smart. And they would turn around and say, no, uh, you know, it's not that I'm smart. It's just that I have more wisdom. I've lived longer. I've seen mm -hmm. this movie before. You know what I mean? And, and now you and I are at that age. That's the funny thing, that we can give advice right. and um, because we've lived through it, right? Right. Um, it's great. But, Jay, look, this is what I want to tell you. Since it was your birthday last week and I missed it again. And, um, <laughs> and you called me this morning because you knew my birthday is right around the corner. You wanted to have lunch, which was, you know, so kind. So we will have lunch next week, I promise. Um, but this is what I wanted you to know. I love you, you're extremely special. And the reason why I love you and the reason why I feel you're special is, you know, when I met you, you made me feel good um, because 
you laughed at everything that I would say. And, <laughs> and I was like, this guy is good for me. No, because you, you would laugh at everything I would say. Um, and we had a lot of funny moments in what I would consider a difficult period of time. Yeah. Because um, we were in this new environment. We didn't know ourselves very well. Um, and yet, we made humor out of it. So that's one. You will forever be, you know, just this J in my life, just in my heart. So I love you for that. That's one. Two is I love that you're a survivor and I love your courage. Um, you know, it's been an inspiration for me. Even though I've gone through some adversity, it's helpful to sometimes have a friend that you love that you see them going through it and you say right. to yourself man you know so i admire you for that and then i just love the chapter you're in right now this chapter in your book is so amazing i know when i had your family over for dinner that that night that's how much i realized i love you because it was so special for me seeing you with Michelle and your daughter and just I was like my god this chapter of Jay's life is like <laughs> so amazing right yeah so I love you man and I want to thank you for being in my life being a true friend always being there for me when I needed you that was really and special thank you um yeah I love you tremendously you know I I um a lot of the same stuff you were saying about me, I, I'd say the same about you. You're just amazing. And I really appreciate, you know, um, one of the things I was thinking about was, you know, I think about one of the things I love about you is I've always remembered that, you know, one of the reasons I would laugh and thought you were so funny is that you always said the thing I wish I would have said. <laughs> <laughs> In any interaction with people, it's sort of like, why didn't, oh, I wished I would have said that. I wished I would have said that. And you just are uh, amazing in your connection with people and your curiosity about people. I've loved that and I've learned from that. Um, and I, I'm, you know, grateful and, and, and um, you know, I, 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 you know, I've appreciated so much about you sharing about the adversity you've gone through because it's helped me a lot with the stuff that I've gone through because, you know, I think you and I have a great relationship. We're a mirror into seeing beyond what you're trying to portray and what's really going on underneath. And I've always been grateful to have that with you. And that's something that I think um, is, is I've seen that that's an important thing to you. And I really appreciate that. And it's helped me, I think, try and be a better friend and a better communicator. Um, because I think that's something that, you almost uh, um, exude in my relationship with you is that, you know, let's just cut through the bullshit. And, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and so I really have appreciated you for so long. And, uh, and so I Thank love you, you too. Man. And I hope you have the greatest birthday weekend. Thank you. See, it wasn't this wonderful. I know it was impromptu and I know that you're driving and then you had to pull over and, you're probably late to work. I know all that, but I thought it was important because now we have it on recording. Um, and <laughs> oh, you God. and I can celebrate. <laughs> no, but listen, this was a great birthday thing for both of us. 
happy yeah. birthday to you. I hope that you have a year this, that is just even more amazing. And um, we're definitely going to do lunch next week. Sounds great. Happy birthday to you. I hope you have a great, great weekend and, uh, and you're, you get to do, celebrate your wonderful self. Thanks, man. Have a great day, Jay. Love you. You too. Sure. Okay. okay. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.